We're talking about hail resistant roofing. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building science with a beat. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. Hail, of course, is a, a frozen precipitation that falls from primarily big thunderstorms. And that is Tanya Brown Jamanko formerly the Managing Director of Research at the Institute for Business and Home Safety and currently the Director of Disaster and Failure Studies at the National Institute of Standards and Technology. And we're talking about hail-resistant roofing. Specifically, roofing systems and products that can hit back against hail damage. That could be small-sized hail or very large-sized hail. Either way, we want the roof to do its job. When hail falls from thunderstorms, um, it'll fall at a specific speed based on the size of the hailstone, based on its aerodynamics. Um, so when it hits a roof, it's hitting with a specific kinetic energy or, or, or impact energy. As an editor, I love hearing people use the word impact correctly. So the impact from a bowling ball is greater than the impact from a marble, partly because of the size of the ball, but also because of how fast it was dropping on your roof. When that occurs, that impact energy will be focused and spread on the material that it hits. If it hits a wine glass, the glass will shatter. If it hits a trampoline, we have a whole new set of problems. Because most roofs aren't made from trampolines or wine glasses, IBHS tests a lot of asphalt shingles within different roof assemblies. The higher the amount of impact energy at the time of impact, the more likely you are to sustain damage. But that's not all there is to it. Um, the, the hardness or the strength of the hailstones matters as well. Hailstones that are very hard uh, on a, that hit a shingle surface are more likely to cause dents or tears. Hailstones that are softer are gonna be more likely to cause granule damage on an asphalt shingle. Um, so the hailstone characteristics itself matters. And then the roofing material matters as well. A roofing material that's very rigid, like a tile or a metal, is going to respond very differently uh, than something that's more pliable, like a shingle. So both the hail physics and the material characteristics of the thing that's being hit both dictate the kind of damage that'll be produced. So part of the problem is the hail. Is it a bowling ball or is it a marble? And how dense is it? You can get any kind of hail anywhere, but you can also hedge your bets based on past hailstorms as to what kind of hail you're likely to face. Aside from moving your house to somewhere where there's statistically less hail, the main solution is the roof cladding and the roof assembly. Is it a wine glass or is it a trampoline? And that kind of sets up our why it matters discussion. Hailstorms cause on average about $10 billion worth of losses. That's B billion. Uh, most of that is due to damage to roofs. Um, Hail is not something that generally causes a life safety issue, so it doesn't necessarily get the same amount of attention from media. Hey, it's getting attention on this media outlet. Um, but the fact is that it's very costly, and it costs the insurance industry boatloads of money every single year. Boatloads. It's one of those nuisance hazards. There's no good years and bad years in hail. It's pretty consistently in the $10 billion range. It also can be quite a nuisance for homeowners or business owners. Um, if you live in an area, say Oklahoma City or Dallas, someplace like that, where you have hailstorms that produce two and three inch hailstones, you know, every two or three years, that's a lot of money you as the building owner are shelling out in deductibles. Not to mention hiring contractors and living in a construction zone. Oh, wait, I forgot who I'm talking to. 
one of the things that we're trying to do at IBHS is understand what kind of products can reduce that damage, um, what kinds of damage modes and severities actually matter. Um, if it's if it's just superficial damage and it doesn't have to be replaced immediately, that's fine. Uh, if it's something that really is going to open up the home to potential leaks or other issues in the roof, those are things that need to get dealt with right away. A small hole in the roof is easy to fix. A small hole in the roof through which boatloads of water pour is still easy to fix, but now everything under that hole needs to be replaced. And that can take a lot longer to fix and cost a lot more money and aggravation. So we're really trying to understand how those losses can be reduced, um, both from a financial perspective and from just the, the sheer headache of going through those practices. How to do it right. In order to figure out what works best, Tanya's team has a hail maker and a series of little hail cannons that they aim at their co-workers. Not really. They aim the hail cannons at the test roof to see what happens when they bombard asphalt shingles with hailstones. If their co-workers happen to be on the roof, well... We recently created a brand new test standard to test the hail performance of asphalt shingles when subjected to hailstones that are very realistic that we produce in a lab. They're based on tons of data that we've collected out in the field on real hailstones. Um, the test method really focuses on um, the kind of ice that we produce, so whether it's hard or soft, I mentioned previously that that matters in terms of the damage, um, but the test method also quantifies the, the type of damage. It's not a binary pass-fail uh, kind of a test. We actually use metrics to evaluate how severe uh, the dents are, how severe the cracks are, how severe the granulosis, is, and all of those things matter uh, in terms of a good performing product. After they do the fun part, they do the boring part quantifying the damage to grade the shingles. So in order to do this right and try to give yourself the best chance to resist hail damage, you want to choose a roofing product that has an impact resistance rating and even more specifically, one that earns a good or excellent performance rating in the new IBHS performance rating scale. You can find that at ibhs.org slash hail slash shingle dash performance dash ratings. Um, in addition, beyond going just to the roof cover, our Fortified High Winds and Hail program uh, requires the use of one of those good or excellent rated products and has a couple of other things to help keep the roof uh, in good condition. Sealing the roof deck with flashing tape, fortifying the edges, and bumping up the nailing schedule. You can find these details on ProTradeCraft.com. And those will generally help you out up to about two-inch size hailstones. Once you start getting into the three and four-inch things, you're starting to talk about puncturing the roof deck. Um, there's not a lot of roofing covers that, that can stand up to that. But the very vast majority of hailstone, uh, hailstorm events are in that less than two-inch. Um, so we really can make a big difference in the damage by, by choosing those high-rated products. Shingle ratings for major brands are published on IBHS's website, and I'll also put the chart on the Pro Tradecraft page associated with this podcast episode. All of the products that we tested and published results for on our webpage were all rated to get a certain classification, uh, class four rating under some of the existing test methods. Uh, but what we found is that they didn't all perform the same, which is why we have um, certain products that are rated good and excellent. Uh, so really looking carefully to make sure that you're choosing one of those good and excellent products will give you the best chance to have a a hail resistant or impact resistant roof covering. To sum it all up, 
wine glasses and bowling balls are a bad mix, and going a little above and beyond in shingle choice and construction detailing can pay big dividends. Remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. Now you know more about what more to do. I'd like to thank the Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety for lending us Tanya Brown Jamanko to fill in the gaps in our knowledge pile. Seven Minutes of BS is a production of SGC Garage.